You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. All right. The challenge, Rider Dies, episode seven, late review again. Hopefully, we'll get back on track this week. This episode picks up where you think Jay and Michelle are pretty much shit out of luck with the whole house against them. But the entire did you did you see anything that happened in this house did you predict any of that happening this episode because i was in like mm. a legit state of shock watching this no. episode yeah i was not expecting all the stuff that happened i i love that it happened yeah. um but no i was not expecting it at all um i think we're on i think i saw stat there's been four episodes seven so there's seven episodes in the season and he was not on like half an episode, but four episodes this season, Kenny has gone without a confessional. A single confessional. Is that that thing that I sent you? I don't think I it think, is. Did exactly. you send that to me? Was that the, was I that the sent one you, you the thing I sent here. I'll, I'll read it real quick. No, it's the thing that I sent is shows um, mentions by a player in the season. And the bottom six are Wes, Nam, Emmy, Kayla, Sam, and then the last one of people who are actually still there is Kenny. People mentioned Tamara, Annalise, and uh, Raven before they mentioned um, Kenny. Hey. 21 mentions he has. That's wild. Wes isn't even on this season. Wes isn't even on the season. And Emmy and Nam quit. <laughs> and I saw, I saw a tweet, or it was, I don't know who said it, but they were like, the th- Get, hear me out for a second. I understand Mariah's. She's brought something like competitive and decent for the show. New, mm-hmm. being a new person. But if they had just done Fessy and Casey together, and then kept Theo and Georgia on the original cast, like that would have been so much better. Yeah, I agree. And I still enjoy this season, even though Kenny is just uh, just some. Th- listen, it's fine if you're not meant for reality TV. That's fine. Like it's just not your thing. I I just don't understand. I I they had to do like their vetting to be like, okay, this guy is this guy going to be good for the show? I don't know. I mean, they had to have known. Casey probably pitched him. Yeah. Like, I mean, pitched him while they're like, oh, he's he's going to be good for the show. No, sorry. But there's no way he was the first choice, right? Oh no, definitely not. Yeah, I'd like to see her list of like who she wanted on it. Just for reference, the number. The top three mentioned people that are on this list are Jay, Jordan, and Laurel, all over 112 mentions. Yep, that makes sense. That adds <laughs> up. That does. So this up, coming into this episode, you're I think you kind of like we talked about mentioned in the beginning. You're definitely thinking there's going to be like a storm hitting Jay and Michelle, but we kind of see Devin and Tori step aside. And have like a group conversation, which was 
had to be a little bit set up. I don't know. It just seemed too convenient. So they're talking about Jay and Michelle and Tori's like, I'm not, I don't want to work with them again. And Devin kind of pushes back on it. Yeah. And I see it from Tori's perspective, I think, cause she's like these people that are the vets, they, they have more likelihood of winning and having power again. And Jay's like, well, these two have just, or not Jay, Devin says they just won two. Who's to say they're not going to win another one. We should get on their good side. We should make a deal with them again. Yeah. Cause he, at first he's like, or she says something, she talks about not doing it again because of who they're going after. And then he's like, well, he's like, I'm not sure I agree with that. And then he kind of explains it and she doesn't push back on it. At least not very much. So I think she sees a little bit of the logic behind it, but he clearly like, especially after going in the first episode, I think people forgot about that because later in this episode, you hear people mentioning the fact that like somehow Devin and Tori, uh, they find it suspicious that Devin and Tori keep avoiding being mentioned for elimination. But yeah, they, they haven't been the on first the first elimination. Yeah, but they, they were, but yeah, but since then they haven't been on the board at no, all. No, but it's just it was just odd because they because like you hear Veronica talking about it, and it's like, did you? Did no one tell you in the house that they were in the first elimination? Because it's I, I understand like where they're talking about now, like all these vet teams are getting thrown in, and they seem to be finding themselves free and not even worried about it. Yeah, Devin is playing a West game. 100%. I mean, we said this last week, but student of West is, he's like so much West in this season already, making deals with everybody, literally. But like he's making, what's so funny is he's making like these two two daily deals. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's not like long-term deals. But th- I think this one you see, I was trying to think after, the conversation with Devin and Tori, I think Devin or uh, bananas is getting a little suspicious, which yeah, I, I really th- do think this is the time for bananas to start being bananas and not play nice with Devin. I know they're yeah. roommates, but dude, come on. You see Nani a couple of times or not, not a couple of times in that. I think that same scene, he's like, I'm, I'm starting to feel a little suspicious about Devin and Nani agrees that she something's going on with that. Yeah. She kind of gets that feeling. We have an Amber sighting <laughs> in this episode. A good amount of Amber sightings yeah. in this episode. You see her talking with Nelson and apparently such deep friendship. Did you know about this deep friendship? No, I did not. This is one of those. This is <laughs> I think this is one of those Nani Michelle yeah, friendships. Yeah. So he's talking about protecting her. And I I totally understand. Like when you're looking at teams that you're going to protect, like a Devin and Tori or a Jay and Michelle, all from Nelson's perspective, when he's thinking, they're going to provide value to you by the way that they have a chance to win. Chauncey and Amber have not performed this season like at all. No. Am I wrong? Like I'm trying to think of, I know they don't, I know they kind of stop it after the winner, but even in anything that I've seen them in the challenges, it's not been impressive. It's not like they're providing value. Not in terms of like, oh, let's make an alliance with them because they're going to get power. No. No, it, that's why it didn't make sense to me that her, like, 
when she freaks out later about being thrown in. But you see kind of, it's just one of those where like when you see her confessional talking about Nelson, you can tell something's going to happen. Yeah. The way that they set it up and the way that they're doing it. But Chauncey actually tries to make some moves and starts talking to Jordan. Trying to make a move and acting like they'll protect him. And I, I feel like Jordan inside had to stop himself from like being like, dude, are you're going to protect me? You, can, you haven't done anything. You don't. What, in what way can you protect me? Exactly. It's an empty offer. Because Jordan and Nisa have a chance to win a daily. You think? Yeah, I would higher, think so. Higher percentage than Chauncey. So I don't I'm trying to think after this, after that kind of discussion with them today the the what was it the the daily was actually a very competitive one or at least a decent a decent challenge because it's involves running it involves puzzles and it involves like some kind of odd task which theirs was standing or balancing on like a post right yeah to reveal the puzzle i as soon as when he first explained the daily i was like all right Devinatory, this is your yeah. challenge. Literally, my first thought was Devinatory, you guys should win this easily. Tell me you thought Nelson had a chance to win this. No, not a, not, a, not even a, like I was running the name through my head if I was like, oh, the puzzle is going to mess this team up. I didn't even think about how fast Nelson and Narice were. Their, their oh. running is what won them that. And she was awesome. Yeah. She's incredible. She really is. The way she's like, she was keeping up with him. Sometimes she was setting the pace for them. I'm not sure. Yeah. Did they say how long the, the run was that they had to go back and forth between the puzzle, revealing the puzzle, and then actually doing the puzzle? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they said. The, I thought was funny in the daily was uh, most of the uh, most teams had already got to the puzzle back to their say? thing and then already went back and Durrell and bon- Veronica were still Walking. running. They're like, yeah, but they're not, they weren't even rushing. And then she'd get like a quick view of the puzzle. And then they go back to do the puzzle and they start from the top going down. But yeah. like gravity won't allow you to do that. These aren't like magnetic pieces. And then, so when you put a piece on top, it, sli- it slides down. So they have nothing. Yeah. And then whenever they first do, or I don't know if it's there, it might not have been them. Somebody was doing the puzzle. And they obviously didn't know what the right order was. And TJ says, all right, you know, all right, head back. You don't have it. (laughs) (laughs) But the, it was, it was really a two man race. Like everyone was kind of competitive aside from Darrell and Veronica. I don't know if they actually got one puzzle piece in. Yeah. That's, uh, that's another, we've talked about this before, but they, there needs to be an incentive to not lose. Like they're either something has to happen if you lose. Exactly. Because they just walked through a daily. Yeah, they did. And it, it it's one of those where every, I've, it felt like everyone else was trying, or at least it looked like it. Like theirs they was were, just a not At least not they were running. At least everybody yeah, was running. Yeah, they were at least show, giving, the, I, like, like, giving the view that they were trying. But it was a two-man race. Nelson and Narice and Devin and Tori. And Devin and Tori were right behind them. It wasn't like oh, yeah. it was a blowout. Like, like I said, the speed of Nelson and Reese is what won it for them because I think if they were like the same speed, like make Nelson and Reese be the same speed as Devin and Tori, I think Devin and Tori win because they figure out the puzzle quicker, probably. I would have really liked to see Devin win this one. 
especially what just to happens see what later. he would have done yeah. Oh, yeah just to see like seeing especially now like all this being revealed about what he's doing behind the scenes like to see how he would have handled it because i think that one would have been a really really interesting four to choose from but actually nelson and Norris nelson wins his second not only does he win another daily it's his second daily of the season after losing like 50 or something in a row yeah <laughs> he gets a w impressive they go back to the house and devin does the you, dude i it was like i was watching wes yeah, literally because there was a point where do you remember which we'll get to it in the cover of the seasons but i'm trying to like compare it to past seasons when wes is like running the game in battle of the x's too oh yeah and like he's like telling the rookies what to do but not telling them what to do and then he suggests something to leroy and says i didn't like he suggests something and then pulls back like it wasn't him that did it so like Mm -hmm. if it's being said it's like oh he actually had this idea he suggests basically to jay and to nelson that whoever wins because i think this was before the challenge whoever wins i think it's a good idea to put in bananas and it was like what is like dude this he like hints at it i don't know i don't know if he actually directly he never actually says that he gets he says it in the confessional like he yeah, did, I did. I, I know he did say in the confessional, but he's, yeah. you even hear him talking about it. He gets one of them to say it. I think like yeah. he, he doesn't actually exactly. say it in front. Like he gets them to say, "Oh, maybe we should put in bananas." Yep. And he's and then his eyes get really big. Yeah. And he he knows it because that's exact. That's what he wanted. He wanted them to play the game that he's. So he's playing this game, this masterful game that Wes has designed. It's like mm-hmm. he's the father of this game, the way that he's doing it. He's in control while not actually winning. And he's so like confident in his game yeah. that you see whenever Nelson puts up, when they put the names up on the board, he doesn't even come out to see no. the board. He's in the house playing pool. Yeah. And Tori's on the couch drinking wine. Like yeah. they don't even, it's so, it's, that's, that's where I think it's a that little That was the sloppy. giveaway. Yeah. That, that that's he, the one spot you're right that I think they could have sold it a little bit and been like, oh crap. Yeah. Like you remember we, when Nelson and Norris threw in Olivia? And Horacio, and then they yeah. had to like play it off. Yeah. Yeah, like I think somebody even says it. Like Devin didn't even come out here. He must feel really safe or something like that. Somebody yeah. did notice it. He he says something in his confessional, and it's one of those where obviously the house can't see it at the moment, but then people can see it now. Where he says he talks about he says, listen, he said. I'm kind of like walking on, I don't know if he says walking on eggshells, but he says he's trying to be safe. He's like, bananas and I, our relationship, it's at a kind of a steady point at this, like it's got, come a long way, basically is what he's saying. But he's like, he's a seven time champion. And he's taught, he's playing the game smart. Like anyone in their right mind should not want to go to a final with bananas if you're wanting to win the challenge. But he's doing, he's making these moves behind the scenes and someone decides to call him out on that, which was a bad move. Which was Amber. So is it because at the, so then they go to the, this all, most of this starts at the bar when they're out, they go to the bar and is it Nelson and Chauncey talking right at the bar? Well, it, 
it starts with, I think it starts with Nelson and Chauncey talking and then it ends up going to somehow Devin having a conversation with Nelson. Devin told Nelson before, I think, that Chauncey was making deals with Jordan. Yeah, that's right. And well, because, because he hears Amber talking about him. So yeah. he goes and tells Nelson this because he's like, I, he's being combative about what they're trying to do, which in a way she's almost playing a similar game to how Devin's playing because she's trying to make, it's not as clearly not as successful, but she's putting seeds of thoughts into people's minds of behind the scenes and hoping something comes out of it that helps her because she's not winning, but it just doesn't work. So you can see Chauncey's like frantically trying to explain himself. Yeah. And then that's when Amber says something about, I don't even remember exactly what she said, but she put something in Nelson's head about, Devin being the snake and all. Yeah. First of all, let's something else. Nelson is the most gullible person. Like three different times in this episode, somebody told him something and he believed it in an instant. Yes. Every time. Every time like, we believe it as a gospel. It's crazy. But they, N- Nelson and Norris end up, they, they win the daily and they go in and they pick Johnny and Nani, Darrell and Veronica. Jordan and Anissa again, and then Amber and Chauncey. Yeah. So once again, Fessy uh, dodges this. I was hoping to see. I know, there was a certain point in the episode where I realized it wasn't going to happen because of kind of how politics in the house was going. But I wanted to see Nelson get a little revenge on Fessy. Maybe well, toss him into a fi- uh, elimination. I think we might see something like that next week because really. At the end of the episode, this is jumping to the end, but at the end, they show a sneak peek of next week. And Fessy says to Nelson, Oh, I don't know if it's going to happen next week. He says to Nelson next week, If you want to take a shot at me to get your revenge, you got to do what you got to do. So at some point this season, it sounds like something like that might happen. Holy geez, dude, he's had two shots to do and he hasn't done it. Yeah. But then it's almost become like, an exciting part of the episode just to see people's reactions when the names are on the board so you see people come out and like you said everyone's kind of like dude how are the, the initial thought the immediate thought is how is Devin and Tori not on this and they're they're not even like you said they're not even coming out to check they're just feeling safe in the house he's playing pool she's drinking wine on the couch no worries Johnny even says something I think Johnny makes a comment it's like Devin's got some. Devin's definitely got something going on right now. Yeah, I don't know. We don't see him directly ask him about it in this episode, like how what's going on, or to explain what how this is happening, or because Johnny's smart. Johnny's played this. Johnny's played over twenty seasons of this. It's not like and yeah. he sees West. Yeah, he even he talks knows. about him in this. He says there's an ugly ginger. He said it feels like I'm playing with an ugly ginger or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, referencing West. Yeah. So they go in and they do these deliberations and it really seems like and Nelson makes a comment to Jordan because they they seem to be cool, but he makes a comment to Jordan about how there was a line drawn in the sand between him and Jay and he had to pick a side. Bro, you picked the wrong side. Yeah, you really did. You really effed up. You really picked the wrong side. And then he goes whenever Amber comes in, which he's he already has told Amber earlier in this episode when they talked on the couch yeah. that he would protect her and then he tells her again in this like you're safe i just 
you're, I'm not going to put you in. Like he says that to her again. And then does he say that to Darrell also? Does he tell them that they're safe? I'm pretty sure he does. I think those are the two that he says. He doesn't say that to Jordan or to Bananas. Right. And the the thought is that he's going to put in Bananas, bananas. regardless. Yes. And he, he's thinking Darrell or Amber will put in uh, Nelson. Or not Nelson. Or not Nelson. Jordan. Jordan. Because he, he even says something to Darrell and to Amber about the reason they're both in is because they'll protect each other. They'll protect each other because at her rookie season, Darrell was her partner for a large portion of that season. Yes. So they're kind of close and they kind of, he may get annoyed with her, but they're like, he has like a, um, I don't know if it's like a mentor relationship with her or how that works, but they, they seem to have each other's backs. And Darrell seems like if there's going to ever be someone who actually plays the game with a sense of loyalty, it would be Darrell. Yeah, I definitely would think that. Yeah. So you really think, you honestly going into this, and you, I think Devin's initial plan and everyone, like the, what they wanted to happen was Jay, not Jay, what they wanted to happen was Nelson throwing bananas. Yeah. Like that was the, that was the plan. And I thought that honestly was going to happen the entire episode. Well, I think... That was Nelson's plan also, but until like whenever the whole stuff that happened at the bar and the argument that happened later, that made him think that Amber was being a snake. That's why he ended up putting her in. But he's manipulated in doing that because it's Devin putting it in his mind. Yeah. Devin's playing. Devin is controlling this game. As much as I hate to see it and I hate to say it and admit it, Devin's playing. Devin is controlling this game. Devin has this game by the balls. I think the good thing for for us as Jordan and Johnny fans is that they know they're not stupid. They know that he's, they have to know puppet master, but you would think, I just don't know how much control he has. Like if it comes to it and he's playing this game, would Tori, I, I mean, we'll see. I know there's some drama later in the season, but Tori give the green light to put Jordan in if need be, because you know, maybe, but then there's Anissa attached to him. So it feels like Jordan may know what's going on, but he's so protected with that on that. Like, I mean, he's been in the last three draws, so it's not like he's exempt from everything, but he's protected with Anissa from the Tory and Devin aspect. I just, the way this episode plays out, I, there's so much in the house you don't see. Oh yeah. But my gosh, dude, the way Devin is playing this, you have to, I mean, you have to give him credit. It's going to catch up with them, and it does a little bit in this episode. But Wes has to be watching this and being like, this is like, has to, has to be proud, like a proud father watching this episode. Yeah. Well, now, why do I'm trying to remember this? Why do Devin and Michelle end so up? So that's what in? I was. Okay. I was about to get to that. They, they were talking, and you see at the bar this whole thing brewing because Amber's talking about Devin, right? So then Devin gets it. He's like, basically change of plans as he's like controlling Nelson. So he control, he basically starts to put the seed into Nelson's mind about putting Amber in and they get back to the house. And that's where he finds out. That's where he addresses Michelle directly because he found out that, but I think it was before it was one of the times they won Amber and Michelle had a conversation and Amber asked her why she didn't put Devin and Tori in like why she didn't even put them in the four. 
Like she asks them directly why that, why that happened. And so that comment was put into Devin's mind and Devin takes it and says, tells Nelson or Nelson tells Devin that that's, that's happened. So then he's trying to make a scene in front of everybody. I think he's, what he's doing is he's trying to get a little bit of the tension off of him being the snake of the house or being yeah. someone that's controlling everything because eventually someone's going to win. I mean, it's bound to happen. One of these teams is going to win. That is not, it's going to put Devin and Tori in for the simple fact that they feel like they're, they have a lot of power in the house and it's time to get them out or whatever the case may be. Right. So I think he's trying to put seeds of doubt in people's minds about certain people. So he starts with Michelle because Michelle was the one he's trying to find out about Amber, but he's really attacking Amber. I think even though he was yelling at Michelle, He's really attacking Amber, which she doesn't even come out and defend herself at all, which she's is right, she's right she's there inside the door with everybody yeah. else watching through the blinds. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny. Every time they cut back to those people, back just, and forth, every time they, they, they cut back inside and outside and more people just start showing up every time they cut yeah. more people. Yeah, every, no, exactly. So it's like, it starts out with just like this conversation and he like directly asks Michelle if uh, Amber had mentioned him to go into elimination and she's like being vague about it kind of how she does how she's been but she eventually says that she just mentioned asked him why asked her why he wasn't thrown in and then he just made he's just making a bigger deal of it on purpose and i i really do think it was to put seeds of doubt about amber specifically specifically amber and then maybe i the deal is he's working with jay and michelle so maybe it was to take a little I think part of it might have been subconsciously so that people he's in his mind, he's thinking if he attacks Michelle, maybe it doesn't look as much like he's working with their team. Cause he's fully not, he is like, day to no, day it's, with just them, partial, like. it's a partial alliance. It's not like something where they're take they're promising to take each other to the end They're Right. And it's how the game, I mean, w- although we make it like a deal about it being like a two daily al- alliance or whatever it is, like it's how the game is played. you, work with people until it's not beneficial for you anymore. They're just putting like a number on it. They're putting like a, whatever, a daily deal on it. I don't know. But I thought, I thought that fight or that like altercation that he like starts was definitely meant to kind of push attention off of him. That's yeah, how I, I took it. Maybe, like... maybe, maybe it was something more than that or something deeper or something, but that's how it came off to me. Yeah. I don't even feel like fully. He was like actually mad at anything. He was just no. trying to make a scene to, to just get the to get the eyes off of him. Yeah, because he I I know he's hurt. He probably hears around the house. He's like, dude, what's going on? Like, you're not being thrown in. He probably sees that, and it definitely made that. I think that definitely had a hand in what he was doing. But he definitely calls out Michelle for either either lying. I don't know if he officially because they keep they don't show the entire fight. They no. like cut in and out of the fight, so it's kind of like you're trying to follow what's going on a little bit. But she does, Amber does like directly ask her like why she didn't put in Devin, suggesting that she should have put in Devin or should in the future put in Devin. Right. So it's not like she didn't do that. She does do that. She does the Devin move where she's like saying it without saying it. But that's that's the big kind of altercation. And it was Johnny out there. Was Johnny just chilling in bed? He was in his room, but I guess his room is near where they right were. There. And you could, he was listening. Do you think that was a little bit to maybe calm his nerves or like what he like, like Devin doing the outside of their room? 
Possibly. To make it, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's possible. Because but at the same time, although, I think go ahead. Johnny is gonna he's listening and he like whenever the whenever shit hits the fan and Devin finally like obviously is not working with Johnny, Johnny's gonna use stuff that he heard against him eventually, I think. Yeah. I just I just wanna see because you're right, he's not stupid. No. Bandis knows what's going on. They all this, these vets know what's going on. Hundred percent. Yeah. So they get to the elimination, and I feel like after that, Michelle's like thrown for a, like in the whirlwind. She's like, "What's going on?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you win two dailies, you think you have a good connection with this team, and then Devin just out in the. It's not even like a conversation with just them two. He makes it so like everyone in the house can hear it. Yeah, and he did that on purpose. Oh, for sure. But they get to the elimination, and Nelson has like a change of heart or Devin has a change of heart mm-hmm. and commits. Yeah. Puts it in his mind. So he throws in Amber and everybody's shocked. Yeah. No, everyone was kind of like taken back a little bit. A- Amber was specifically. Yes. Was so Amber and Chauncey go in. And then again, for the second week in a row, the first dagger bananas and Nani choose is safe. And we didn't talk about it, but they went out early in the episode oh yeah during the day and there, there's a little bit of game talk here and there but you see specifically johnny talking to Darrell and like saying they gotta have each other's backs but Darrell's not really buying in on it like he's not like he's not i don't think he's giving him what he wants in the conversation mm-hmm. like he's not committing to like yeah we're two ogs we need to stick together because Darrell and veronica obviously especially veronica politically she's very good at this game and she knows she's seen it. They're not high on the veterans list. So like when they have to pick a side, they will, but they're not committing to anything. So they don't commit to anything. But in this case, that burnt them because Jordan and Anissa have clearly at some in some capacity committed to working with Johnny and Nani. So Johnny and Nani save Jordan and Anissa. And then you get the uh, master against the protege. And before Darrell, I, I, I don't know if it's in a confessional or something, but he says to Veronica, he says, uh, you're only in an alliance as long as they need you to be or something like, like he says, you only, they're only with you until when it's beneficial to them talking about Johnny, not saving him. Like, cause they, he was like, Johnny was all, Oh, we should work together earlier in this episode. And then he doesn't save him later. I think Darrell took that a little harder than he needed to. Yeah, which in all honesty, that's how most of these alliances work. Yeah. Like uh, some of them are like long term and actual friendships that they're protecting each other, but most of them, it's when it's beneficial for both parties. And then once it's not for one, they kind of bail. Yeah. But this elimination was comical. <laughs> yeah. I-, I think we've seen. Do you remember in Dirty 30? I think we saw yep. Veronica do something similar to this. It's almost exactly the same thing. Well, so it's, it's not, a little I don't different, think they, have, they didn't have the saran wrap in this one. And there wasn't a, it wasn't a puzzle either, I don't think. No, not in the other one. No, right. it was just straight going up and down. So this one there, like there's these, it's like ropes intertwined on this long, or this tall platform. And they have to go down these ropes and they're kind of, kind of they're intertwined in a way where it's hard to get down. And go to the bottom 
and they have puzzle pieces and there's a puzzle board on the top. So they have to go down, take turns each time. I think it's, is it eight puzzle pieces or six? Yes, eight. Eight. So they go down back and forth. Darrell goes down pretty easily. Chauncey goes down. Veronica, Struggle City. Mm-hmm. Veronica has trouble getting down. And then once you see how much trouble she has getting down, you realize up is going to be damn near impossible. Yeah. But she, because somehow, she's so thick. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's not built for someone hurt. Like, how she how her body frame is built like it's definitely not something for her but they don't give up none of them give up no she was i mean they were close they only lost i think yeah they had it wasn't six, bad i think they had six no they ended up getting all their they pieces, got right? no it, it, it that's one of the second part of it that's so funny is yeah uh amber and chauncey get all their pieces first and have a pretty decent head start on this puzzle yeah like but, a four or three piece head start yeah. basically which is significant because if we saw how like how long it takes Darrell and Veronica to get back like up right. and down this plot, like this platform. So finally Veronica and Darrell get the pieces. And I honestly thought with it being a puzzle and seeing how much Chauncey and Amber were struggling that Veronica would house this. And it'd be so like one I. of those like comebacks. I really did because you've seen her do this. This is like built mm-hmm. for her. This, this puzzle, like you come back from behind, you, you clearly have enough time. So get it done. I thought for sure we'd see that be like, a really bad elimination loss for Amber. Yeah, I completely agree. I thought, like, once I saw them going for the last piece, I was like, oh, Veronica's going to house this puzzle. And then they ended up not. But it was so funny, the like watching them because they're like doing this puzzle and then they start. I love when they do like the music about like it taking salt, taking long. Mm-hmm. And then you see Olivia. Olivia's was the best where she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, we're still waiting for the puzzle to get done. And then she's like sipping a drink of a cup of coffee and she's yeah. like, we're still here. <laughs> Dude, they talked about it on Johnny, Johnny's podcast. He had Devin on this week or last week. And they were talking about it. And it was legit like a couple hours they were there doing the puzzle. Oh my gosh. No way. Like, I don't know if they meant the entire thing going up and down and then the puzzle, but it sounded like they were there for a long time doing this puzzle. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And you can't, I don't think they made it so I don't think any other the other challengers could see the puzzle. Right. It's facing this way. So they yeah, can't it's facing the it. opposite way. So they can't see the puzzle. Right. So they can't see and it can't help. But they both are struggling on this. And it's a little embarrassing. It's like funny. Like it's one of those eliminations where it starts out kind of intense and then it goes kind of funny with Veronica and Darrell and then get to the puzzle. And it's a joke. Both teams. But somehow, Amber and Chauncey solve the puzzle and win. And it really was a testament with Darrell and Veronica. They did not play a good game. No. I don't know if they... I mean, they're OGs, and any season they're on, I'm here for it because they're vets. But I don't know if they can play a good game anymore because they just don't know people. Their games and the way they play, because Darrell, I think part of the problem is Darrell's never changed the way he plays the game. And I think other like vets who continue to play have evolved a little bit with how the game works now. They're built for the all-stars. Like they can exactly. hang in all-stars. That's yeah, what it is. You took, there's some people. That's why all-stars is there. If you took Darrell and Veronica from the old seasons, like their exact person and put it into the season, then I think they could win because then they can 
rely on just winning dailies. Yeah. They don't have to be as political. No, and they can't do that now. You're right. That's a good point. They're playing like they're in the same physical shape and the same like abilities that they had back in the day, which they don't. I mean, it happens with age. Johnny had to evolve his game. Like Johnny had to change how he plays Uh the game a little bit. Exactly. But this one, I thought this one kind of, this elimination was like, it was like correction of how the game, the flaws in the game, because the team that was going to finish last ended up in the elimination. So like, it was like Darrell and Veronica lost and they were going straight into elimination and then Amber and Chauncey were picked. Like, that's how really it worked out, which was nice to see. Like this one was one of those frustrating dailies where people are just not trying in it. And so there's, it's that, that to me is the most frustrating thing where you see people not trying. And then the winners, I mean, they can dictate, obviously there's, you want to win. So you have power, but it, there needs to be incentive to not lose. That's the problem. Yeah. Huge problem in this season. But it's, I think to this point, it's been entertaining, and I think it's about to rev up a little bit. Yeah, this was the second week in a row that we had all four teams that were put down into the draw or into elimination where um, they all had a champ on them two weeks in a row. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Who was That's the... That's crazy. Casey. Casey, okay. Casey, right. Laurel, yep. Bananas, Jordan. Yeah. I forgot they were in there last week. Sometimes it's forgettable, their presence on the show, you know? Mm-hmm. But I saw in a little teaser for this next episode, episode eight, I saw that there's a twist. It's like a mid-season twist they threw into this one. Ooh, good. Not sure what it is. But I hope it's something beneficial. Not some stupid twist, like they're switching partners or something stupid like that. If that happens, then I'll be angry. But like a hopefully maybe, some... maybe like a polycara insertion into oh, the game. Oh god. That'd be wild. Uh, I we keep we keep talking about that each week. It's just it's not gonna happen. But man, we we Speaking do need Polly, to do an episode. Do you want to talk about that? We can talk about that because it's referencing this episode. Yeah, we can. Do you have the tweet up? I find a. Um... So Twitter fingers. Polly had something to say about the uh, about uh, randomly Johnny Bananas. It's not actually. A, it's not about this episode. No, but it's, it's about, about Johnny. So he. He rep- he quote tweeted a tweet that Mariah put out about working out her Thanksgiving food. It's a picture of her at the gym. Polly replied and said, I can't help but see this and wonder how she thought a three inch shrimp would get through all that ass. Do rookies do their research and realize that nobody comes back after that? Just ask Natalie, Angela, Morgan, and Jenny. Y'all playing yourself. Like why? There's no, he hasn't come at you in how long? No one's paying attention right now and you just come at him for for no reason i I, it was one of those desperate cries for relevance in the moment because i like i I think the drama is interesting huh no that's an accusation that that paulie's making because if you look i have the other one right because the uh most of the girls responded to the oh i have it too I can't here. Read it. I got it here. Jenny replied and said, and this is based on facts because my name is there and I have no idea what he's going on about. Can't females be friends with guys these days? And then Georgia 
replied and said, so desperate for clout, he spends his days trolling ex-castmates on Twitter because he's jealous that he doesn't have the light slash charisma that they do. His demeanor and vocabulary just reeks evil bully with deep-rooted sadness. And then Laurel said, dies in finals dunce. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best one. (laughs) And then Angela said, uh, nurse, he's out again. (laughs) Dude, and he deleted the tweet pretty soon after. And then tried to... Yeah. Correct. He it tried to do apologize. an apology tweet. Yeah. I think Morgan did respond to one of it and said the only thing needed after is counseling or something like that. Yeah. Paulie clearly is just trying to get, you made a comment trying to get uh, a rivals set up for himself. It really does seem like he's trying to just tweet his way into being on rivals for yeah. or whatever. Cause I enjoy, I do enjoy sometimes when like cast members are like starting stuff online it's like it like it to spice things up whatever like if you're not if you're chasing stuff but like this one was just like out of nowhere and for no reason it just seemed like you're trying too hard to be back in the challenge sphere yeah when you haven't done anything even when you were on the show (laughs) (laughs) facts facts that's where i love laurel's response it's the it's the well that Laurel keeps going back to, and it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Every time. Okay, getting back to the episode. Leaving off Polly. Uh, what were your you got anything to add or that we didn't talk about? Um, I don't think so. You got your uh top three teams. So far, or left that at this after after our week seven episode, mine have drastically changed. Yeah, I think just based on the power that we already talked about, yep. I think Devin is the top team because he's running the house. So has, Devin's number one has to be. Um, I still think Jordan is number two because I I just think not only is he mad, but he's also protected by Devin because mm-hmm. Tori is protecting Anissa. Um, so I think that covers him. And then the, f- the three spot is honestly up for grabs from like a lot of different people. Jay and Michelle have power in certain areas. Johnny, obviously Nelson is kind of covered Fessy. They're all kind of in the same mix at number three. I think. I agree with your top two, which I would, the second one, I think Jordan is Jordan is Jordan, and he's playing a, he's playing out of his mind. I think he's playing one of the best uh, seasons he's had. Honestly, it's not it's not it may not look outside like he's winning. He's not winning. He hasn't won any dailies, but he's like giving Anissa a certain amount of confidence that she may not have had in the past, and like she's elevating the way yeah. she's playing, like in the way he's done, like the statement he made in elimination. Like people should be scared of him, absolutely should be scared of him. So I w- I agree with that too. My three would be after this episode probably Nelson and Norris because I think they are working with Devin, which is clearly a big thing to do in this and get you a decent amount or get you pretty far in the game. But they physically are probably one of, if not the best team, all about all like all around. They may not. I and mean, dude, Nelson won a challenge with a puzzle. So you know his partner's yeah. decent. 
I think they might be the fastest team as a t- as a team, two people in the house. Yeah. Like I fastest agree. in terms of running, like running foot running. Yep. So I do think they pose one of the biggest threats. I'm a little concerned for Johnny, if I'm being honest. Think so? Yeah, I'm a little concerned for him. Hopefully we see a little bit more I of think him come out and like his gameplay, but I think it's getting close to Jordan or Johnny winning and flipping the house. I would love to see it. I think if Johnny, I think if Johnny said so just for instance, if Johnny wins this, this week, um, I think he puts Devin in. I could see him putting Devin. I was going to say, if he wins this week, he needs to put in Devin and Tori, Nelson and Reese, Fessy and Michelle, or sorry, Fessy and Mariah. Well, he's not going to put in. Actually, I don't know. And Jay and Michelle. I think he would put in Mariah for the Fessy, even with Fessy, like even with the fact that he's dating her or whatever he's doing with her, just because it's the smartest move. And you know he's savage mm-hmm. with his moves. If he's continue, if he's going to be the one, the Johnny we know, that would be the yeah. best. That would be awesome. That bottom four. I think it's, I think it's, it's time for a Jordan or Johnny win. Hopefully, hopefully we see that. We need another one. All right. That's a wrap on episode seven.